Hey, America! Start listening now! Oh my god, we just literally in the past oh half hour or so, would you say? The credits were rolling on the 2023 Eurovision Song Contest. We have a winner, we have a result, we've got numbers, we've got opinions, and you've got us. Derek, let's just roll into the music, shall we? And welcome to another resultsy episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from a corner of the press center in Liverpool. I'm Eric. I am Derek. And I am Samantha. Holy crap, we did it. We made it through. And folks, we're going to Sweden again. Well, how are we feeling? Well, I mean, technically, it'll be your first time in Sweden, assuming the three of us, assuming this, this, this three caballeros, three musketeers, whatever, you know, whatever rule of three you want to invoke, assuming that uh, the three of us all do attend next year, Eric, it'll be your first time. Derek, it'll be your second time in Sweden. And it'll be my third. City, of course, to be determined because there's a bidding process. Chances are, if I were to put a bet on, I would say it's going to be in the Friends Arena in Stockholm next year. But who knows? A lot could happen. We could all be gathering in an ice hotel. We do not know. But yes, it is Lurian Tattoo taking the win with a pretty solid victory. 583 overall points over Finland's Keria Cha-Cha-Cha, a fan favorite. 526 points into second place and over 150 points separating second and third. Um, Finland taking the public vote with 376 points. Sweden taking the jury points with 340. And it just wasn't quite enough for Finland to overtake Sweden on the back of one or the other. So well done to Lurian. First um, um, first female two-time winner. Second two-time winner ever. We are now tied Sweden and Ireland for most victories at Eurovision. Uh, Thomas Giesen racks up his second Eurovision trophy as a songwriter. This is a not a surprising night, but still a historical one. Yeah, this was the most obvious, least exciting result, but it's still, I don't know, it's still exciting. It's still a winner. It's it's still history. Uh, I saw someone note, and I agree, Loreen should win. Loreen should write a song for someone else and then have them win, just to really. Stick it to Johnny Logan uh, and tie that that kind of sort of third win record. Oh gosh, our top ten. This is a this is a really wild top ten. We've uh, Israel in third. I don't think anybody saw that coming. I guess we did want to see her dance. Italy three hundred fifty uh, in fourth place. Norway fifth. Ukraine sixth. Belgium seventh. Estonia eighth. That's a big one in terms of surprises. Australia ninth. Tenth is. Czechia squeezing into that top 10. I also want to note, for the first time ever in the history of the contest, we had a country get exactly 127 points. Uh, that was the lowest number that had never occurred. So congratulations to 11th place, 11th place Lithuania. You pulled off the so-called Scorigami. Estonia's 168 is also unique. That had never happened before. And, oh my god. So... Let's uh let's have some opinions. Uh let's let's get some opinions here. Uh Sam. Uh honestly, I think for me the biggest shock of the night was the absolute travesty that was the Austrian public televote or or text vote or internet vote or however you want to put it, but the Austrian public vote, they received a total of 16 points. And for a song that had been 
so viral, so popular. Everybody was dancing around to po, 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 po. You know, we had run a number of audience polls, uh, basically exit polls as folks were leaving the arenas after the jury finals. And people were going nuts over Austria, even in that first place position, because they were first in the running order tonight. To see them have a total of 16 public votes, that that just seems incredibly odd to me. By the way, we should probably take this opportunity to introduce our guest who's joined us slightly late but he is here uh from piff Paff blog dear friend of the show ross middleton uh it's been a night hasn't it it's been one heck of a night one incredible evening we've had like uh, it, that may go down as the best eurovision song contest of all time hosts great songs great interval acts incredible There's a lot of tears a lot of laughs the whole way through austria's televote europe can do one I, I honestly like they they can do one. That's ridiculous. We were we were there. Sam and I were doing the exit poll last night in Austria. We're getting a lot of love. <sighs> second second half, later in the running order, it might help. It doesn't affect the overall results. Sweden still win, but I really hope Taya and Selena are proud of themselves because they have done an incredible job tonight. There was actually a great Twitter post from Taya earlier today. It was a video looking from like looking on the from the delegation bus looking out at folks who realize who is on the bus and are just chanting po 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 adam and she, and she just straight up said this is why it doesn't matter or i don't care so, something pretty firm statement about it doesn't matter how we do tonight this is going to keep us going and and again we've said this a few times this week there are more ways to have success at eurovision than just winning i mean katia is going to be he's never going to have to pay for another drink in his life you know he's it, <laughs> Lorraine won. That's cool, but there's so much more to it than that. And uh, but yeah, that that uh, that televote score was a, a travesty. Australia too. Uh, really rough televote night for countries whose names start with A U S T R. Uh, just really brutal for uh, for those. Derek, what say you? My gal from Armenia. You did your best. Sorry, I wasn't better. I think I think that <sighs> it's quite a lot of surprises. Estonia. Doing remark- remarkably well in the jury, and I kind of understand that. I thought Lithuania would slightly overshadow it, but to do so on the televote as well, and to was it top ten in the end? Yes, uh, Estonia ended up in eighth place overall, 168 points. Yeah, that I find utterly remarkable to be so early in the running order with a pretty standard ballad. That Lithuania kind of does the same thing, same part of the country, so there's no particular voting block that will run it kind of take over yeah that that really does surprise me um but yeah finland winning the televote to be expected sweden running with the jury vote to be expected they everything that we kind of thought was came in italy did a lot better than i thought were they third or fourth in the end fourth in the end overall that that did surprise me i didn't think they were going to go as far as some of the previous italian entries um it was a fascinating voting sequence at the same time as being an entirely uninteresting voting sequence we kind of knew halfway through the juries where this was going but there was still a lot to play for in the midfield but yeah i agree like the the two odds countries were entirely overlooked and undeservedly so Taya Selena, well done. Do yourselves very proud. Australia, Voyager, please come back next year and please bring Jankiewicz Jones. Ooh, yeah. Where do we sign up for that tour? Um, uh, I would have to say that... Um, Here's a, a, the thing I just saw noted. Uh, 11 through 16 in the running order all finished in the top 10. Six, 
Six top tens in a row. I'll have to look and see if that's a, a record, but I would not be surprised if it was. Uh, another thing, if we're just talking about surprises, I'm going to note that Greece gave Cyprus four points. I is there any chance we're gonna we're gonna get an email like we did last year about some weird voting things, and that's why it's happening? I, I I was thinking something somewhat similar about, I believe Moldova was given only about, not a massive ton of points from Romania as well, which was a bit of a surprise to me as well, considering the song was sung in the Romanian language. Um, so I wouldn't, yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly a dynamic that we haven't seen before. I'm very curious about that. I'm also very curious to see if they're going to release any more details on the rest of the world vote and to see how that turned out. Very, very intrigued by that. Um, the thing that I was pondering about and just kind of came back to me, um, a lot of folks were just kind of thinking that a Ukrainian public vote was sort of a foregone conclusion, considering they were co-host entry, we're still in the middle of a significant conflict. Uh, I actually received a BBC alert on my phone right before everything happened that um, only about uh, not long before Tvorci took the stage that their home city of Ternopil was being assaulted, which is horrific. Um, but this is the world that angrily we are living in right now. Uh, so looking at the Ukrainian vote, they received 54, if I'm not mistaken, from the jury and 189 from the televote. 189 is still incredibly, incredibly strong. I think that would have put them in third or fourth in terms of the number of televote points, maybe fifth. But it was certainly was not enough to overwhelm a vote uh, as it had last year. So that was something that we kind of had in the back of our heads, but it seemed to not come to fruition as much as we were expecting it to. Weird to think that that many public points aren't is not even half of what they got last year, uh, which is which is kind of wild. Let's look at the other end of the table for a moment. Germany uh, going uh, doing the double in terms of uh, finishing last, which is a, a dubious thing and I think completely unfair. I don't know that there was anything uh, besides possibly Poland that that uh, we really felt like was was. <laughs> I, you probably can't hear this, uh, listeners at home, but they're now, we're getting It's Not Unusual, uh, or, or What's New Pussycatted, uh, just gonna play Tattoo over and over again. Anyway, um, Ger Germany, last place, 18 points, just, just brutal. Uh, just ahead of them, United Kingdom 24, Serbia 30. Uh, Ross, your, your beloved United Kingdom, so to speak. What do you think? I mean, very much so to speak, given that I'm Scottish and it's very hard to fly under the Union flag. Um, but I do sometimes. Yeah, it was a tough night. When we opened in the jury score and there was four points for the UK, I thought, oh, hello, we might do okay here. And then how many did we get total in the end? 24. So one sixth of those points came in the very first jury score of the night. It should be noted that 24 is the total number of points, Ross. Yeah. They, they, nine of those were public televote. Um, which is second from the bottom, according to my back of the napkin. Uh, so, hey, you beat Spain when it came to the public. Yeah, we beat Spain. But, yeah, it, it's not been a good night. But, I, you know, the amount of countries that have hosted and come last, the mate makes Claudio Pascual in, in, in Lisbon. We didn't come last. We came second. Yeah, not, not great for the UK, but it doesn't matter. Because tonight we put on a hell of a show on behalf of the Ukraine. So the UK, yeah, we... It's a, it's, a, it's a hard one because we have put on an incredible show for Ukraine. I, I, I really hope people from Ukraine are happy with what we've done this evening on behalf of them. It's a unique experience. It probably won't be replicated again in the near future. I, I'm proud of the BBC's hosting. 
I really hope people from, the, from Ukraine are proud as well. But competitively, it, it, we can return to our normal form a little bit. But I'm, uh, that being said, I'm still incredibly proud of May. She was very charismatic on stage, had a lot of stage presence. The song just wasn't there. Um, so, yeah, hard to take, but that's not the, the, it wasn't the goal of the UK this evening. The goal of the UK tonight was to put on a great show for Ukraine, and I like to think we did that. I think a song of I Wrote a Song's quality would have been an absolute dream for the UK delegation a couple of years ago. I mean, we're coming off... Oh, Viva! Viva! Brava! If, if you... I mean, this is still this is still very much a live press center... The delegation from Spain has literally just walked by us. Blanca Paloma and yeah, yeah, Blanca Paloma is literally just walking by us. This is this is still a buzzing place, even though the result has already been done. Um, the work isn't really over. Um, the point that I was going to make was the fact that if the UK had a song like I wrote a song on their roster a couple of years ago, people would have been absolutely thrilled. This was an incredibly, incredibly competitive year and a very well after one and two, a very unpredictable year as well. I really think that May can be proud of what she's put together. And hopefully the energy that was put into this contest and the the amount of work that people really, the amount that folks in Liverpool and in the United Kingdom really seem to understand went into this, hopefully that is recognized and that future artists will be willing to take the risk and do this and not just say, oh, we can't do it. Like, hopefully they look at this and say, this is an incredible show. We need to step our butts up. I mean, and I'll honestly say the same thing for Germany. They they had a great show and staging was cool. Song was cool. I guess in hindsight, it's it was maybe one of those things where it's hard to find a... Yeah, we, we talked about like the cross-section of like people who like the sort of music intelligent music project does and then people who watch Eurovision and vote. Obviously, this was a million times better than that song, but might have been the same problem, I think. Speaking of uh, the Spaniards who just walked past us, uh, only 100 points for Spain, only 104 points for France. Those are both much lower than I think a lot of us expected. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was kind of worried as, you know, I don't want to say this too loudly because uh, Spain is right here. And, uh, oh, look, the French delegation is just walking past. Lovely, lovely. Looking gorgeous. Um, but Spain was a critical darling and a public esoteric. <laughs> sort of, it was, I, I love the Spanish song. I love her. But it was kind of Oscar bait, you know, and a, a beautiful artistic piece of, of work, of art. But was it accessible for the average voter? If you know what flamenco sounds like, if you understand how that works, then it may be your cup of tea. But if you've never really heard it before, it's a very tough sell. So that's that's kind of my theory on, on Spain. France, I have no idea why the heck they didn't do better, because frankly, I had them in my, my predicted top 10. Yeah, I, I think I had both of these in my predicted top 10. Uh, it, it seemed clear that Spain was going to struggle with the televote, just because it's not the most accessible song, the most accessible style. But I also thought they'd do better than 95 points from the from the juries. But I guess Sweden, Sweden's 340 points from the juries. That's more points per country on average than Salvador Sobral. Uh, Sal, uh, Sal, Salvador Salvi, I'm going to call him Salvi. Salvi got uh, not, about 9.3 points per country, which is crazy. But Lorraine's was about 9.4. 
9.45, somewhere in there. So really remarkable, uh, just absolute demolition of the of the jury vote, which was not entirely unexpected, I guess. All righty. So we, we've had a lot of thoughts. We're, we're going to get into the numbers a bit more uh, as soon as we can for, for our next show, which should be uh, towards, I would imagine, next week. Uh, but thank you very much for, if, if you listen to any 12-point stuff uh, over the last week, we really do appreciate it. Check out our, our socials. I made a video that I am proud of and ashamed of at the same time because it's really dumb but uh uh maybe check that out give that a give that a watch give that a like uh if you like the video content I, i'm always eager to i like making videos so so if 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 that's something you like please let us know we'll we'll, we'll try and do more Honestly, we just appreciate any and all feedback from from our audience. Uh, so reach out to us on social media, One Two Points USA, Facebook, Twitter, uh, just any of the social medias. You can generally find us there. Uh, email us directly, One Two Points. Uh, sorry, Twelve Points from America at gmail.com. Again, we're recording this at like a quarter after one in the morning. It's it's been a long day, but it's the most wonderful time of the year, and it's it's really been incredible. As as Saint Caria himself has said, it's it's crazy. It's it's party. Um, and we will, uh, gentlemen. <laughs> we were just going to wrap this up, actually. Uh, any any last thoughts before we before we say goodbye to our audience for for Liverpool? I suppose I think everybody's just exhausted. Let's be honest here. Uh, in that case, uh, thank you so so much for following our coverage uh, in all of its forms over these this past week and a half and all the lead up ahead of it. Derek, I swear to God, if you knock over that Jenga set while I'm trying to podcast, we're all really exhausted and punchy, and I think it's a good time for us to end the show and our coverage from here in Liverpool. Again, congratulations to Lorian. Derek, I swear to God. That's incredible. <laughs> That's absolutely remarkable. We are watching live Jenga, and Derek has left a massive tower on one in the middle at the bottom. It could fall at any moment, and I'm currently looking around thinking, what can I steal and take home? You see, and this is what happens after the contest is over and and on that note everybody i think we all need to get some rest before our respective flights tomorrow and our, our journeys home in that case we'll talk to you on the other side of the atlantic but until then i've been samantha uh, i've been eric i've been tolerable and they've let me on this for once <laughs> everybody we'll see you next time america and liverpool stop, stop listening, listening now, now.